mountaintop Burning like a silver flame The summit of beauty and love Andrea is her name She's got us Yeah baby, she's got us I am Andrea I'm your fire with your desire segment every episode with a community calendar of sorts for the soberish podcast community i know that sounds kind of funny that i'm doing this for some other podcast community but this is where a lot of the people that i uh, talk to in the woo world uh, interact with each other so what i'm gonna do is just list off events that I know are upcoming, like uh, Kristen Tyler with Jim Buck Arts. Her first live will be in that group uh, as a test, kind of, to see how her donation-based class is going to work. She'll be teaching us how to paint Athena, and that is really cool. Um, it is on the 17th, and I will include the link for that in show notes, and you can also find her on her page. Um, so if you're part of the Soberish community or, uh, the Woo community and you have a seminar or live or something that's upcoming, a class that you would like to put on the calendar and invite others to, feel free to shoot me a DM, a PM, or an email and I will include it. Uh, enjoy this, um forecast for the week it seems overall pretty positive you know life's always a mixed bag right now really uh to the extreme it seems like but it's all about how you look at it and um by the way a conch shell and a nautilus uh shell are not the same thing so that will be fun for you to figure out what the heck i'm talking about (laughs) Uh, uh here you go Hello, Galactic Groovers. This is going to be an experiment to see how this works. I thought this week, instead of doing my practice and pulling the cards first uh, before I get on here to record about them for the week, I would just do it while I was on the phone and at the same time just kind of be talking about different stuff. This last week was quite a week, wasn't it? (laughs) Lots of... uh, I don't know, stuck energy, um, personal, um, introspection, uh, taking care of our bodies, being super extra duper aware of taking care of ourselves, kind of trying to turn away from the circus that is the world right now and focus in on yourself and the people you care about. And, um, I tried to do that and it was a very productive week. I connected with a lot of other uh, star seeds and beautiful beings that make my life more awesome and make me feel more rooted in my practice. 
All right, so I always draw a goddess card that is kind of like the um, boss of the reading for the week for me. So I fan them out after I shuffle them and I move my hand along and I kind of um, feel for a uh, pull. It's, it's like a, a light buzzing that I feel in my fingers. And when I feel that I drop my hand down, oh boy, and I um, pull out uh, whatever card I land on. Um, before I tell you what card I have, I want to say... I like to honor all the goddesses because the truth is, is that a lot of them were um, appropriated one way or another and by acknowledging where they came from, um, that is more honorable. This Goddess Knowledge Cards deck, I contacted the publishers to talk to them about how the verbiage on a few of the cards, luckily it's not, you know, all of them that aren't, let's say, Greek Roman um, goddesses, but there's just a couple in here where they use terms that are outdated and um, not really acceptable anymore. They weren't acceptable when they were used either, but we were just stupid and didn't know better. Um, so when I contacted this company, uh, these cards were painted by Susan Seddon Boulay and, um, her paintings of these goddesses, like all of the verbiage that was written by Michael Bab Babcock for these cards, it's literally on like microfiche somewhere in a vault they don't even have digital copies so you know the guy was kind of like we are really sorry that it's not perfect but uh we don't want to hold back the rest of the deck because there's a couple words on a few um goddesses that are inaccurate so that being said <laughs> I pulled Pele for this week, which it will be interesting to see what the other cards are with relation to that because Pele is the fiery Hawaiian volcano goddess. Uh, she's the daughter of the earth goddess Haimea. Um, she came to Hawaii on a boat, killed in a fight with her sister, the ocean. She took refuge in the glowing cauldron of Mount Kilauea, where she receives the souls of the dead and regenerates them with fire. In tempestuous relationship with Kempua'a, the ferocious pig god, she is portrayed as a jealous goddess, her rage is manifesting as volcanic eruptions. Uh, revered by Hawaiians even today, she carries the force of the volcano with its molten lava flow which even in destruction creates new land. Pele stands for the molten fierce aspect of life that is unable to do anything halfway. She reminds us that even in the midst of fiery eruption, there is creation and new life. So usually when this shows up, it means some sort of uh, either physical, geographical, um, natural type of event like a fire or an explosion of some kind. Um, but it can also be a social explosion, some kind of big um, conflict or uh, distraction from actually focusing on your life that might come up. Um, but it doesn't necessarily mean that 
something major is coming. I mean, at this point, is there ever anything not major coming? I know we are probably having um, kind of like trauma fatigue at this point <laughs> because your mind only has so much room to care about so many things. And one of the things that modern society um, has done is it puts our brain in so much awareness of the entire world rather than maybe uh, 10 minutes a night of world news about the most major events not sensationalized and reported by actual journalists. And uh, then you might, you know, know what was going on in your town and know people there. You weren't in connection with 500 or 1,000 people online. You weren't um, watching the news 24 hours a day and being brainwashed that the world is a scary, horrible place. So um, the thing that I take from this card, though, most of all, is that uh, you can't do things halfway. So if there's something that you're working through this week in your life or you have going, um, do not uh, run from that. Lean into it. Just put yourself into whatever it is you're doing. Don't do things halfway. If you have preparations you're making for the winter, whatever it is you're doing in your life, if you're taking care of yourself, um, even if you're just trying to have more fun this week, um, don't do it halfway. So let's see what the rest of the cards say in relation to the more, uh, pun intended, explosive aspects of Pele. Um, for some weeks now, I have been getting these, uh, frequent visions of like a big explosion, eruption, something that looks like a big fiery mushroom cloud. And I'm sure, uh, not meaning, you know, a bomb or anything. I don't think we're talking about that, but I do think it's possible that the earth has more energy that she's trying to release. I kind of see all of these natural, uh, events going on as earth releasing her own trauma just the way people have been doing since we've had time to stop and slow down and face the things that we've been running from for most of our lives so the other thing I do for my uh, galactic groove every week is I pull a shapeshifters card kind of as a guide of what the overarching um, theme of self-transformation is for that week. So I am shuffling these and then I just, um, ask them to show us what our greatest, uh, focus on our personal self is this week and cut them. And what do we get? Hmm. Interesting. Bats in the belfry. <laughs> You can achieve great things. And, ooh, there's a seven on the card again. Um, all the readers that I follow and communicate with and kind of consider peers, they're all pulling a lot of sevens right now. I really think that we're being prepared and called to engage in seventh dimensional unconditional love and sharing of knowledge. Um, if you're already doing that, then keep doing it. If you're not quite sure what that is or what that feels like, um, be open to 
that unconditional love feeling. What is unconditional love? Um, here's an example of unconditional love. I have a neighbor that lives across the street and he and his partner can be the most annoying humans on earth sometimes. I live in a very quiet neighborhood except when they're awake <laughs> because um, he has about 10 cars because he's a mechanic and a car enthusiast. He restores old cars and they're just one of those um, couples that everything they do is loud. If they're outside talking to each other, they're, they're yelling. If they're, um, you know, getting ready to leave the house, they're slamming things. <laughs> it's just who they are. And to be honest, it used to make me so angry. And a year, year and a half ago, there was more than once I yelled out my window at them to shut the hell up, especially when they came home drunk from the bar at two o'clock in the morning and decided that was a really good time to let the dog out to poop and discuss their uh, adventures at the bar that night. So since I've been personally working on just recognizing the humanity in everyone and letting that kind of bullshit go, um, I can say that I genuinely love them for who they are and that they're humans and they're playing their part in this giant cosmic play that we have going on to teach us all what we're here to learn. Um, so I love them and I think to myself at different times, you know, they both have a lot of skills. They know how to do things like uh, mechanicking and gardening and all of that. And they have a contribution to the world, even if they do um, perhaps endorse things that I don't agree with or ignore others who are suffering because they probably haven't known unconditional love or learned it themselves. So um, the message of Bats in the Belfry is you can achieve great things. And I am going to read the divination uh, portion of this card out for you. Through the choices you have made, you have managed to actively show that it is possible to do what others once insisted could not be done. You have clearly shown that the miracle that is your life is a result of the decisions you made to no longer be limited by fear and conditioning. You have been so very brave. The choices before you now are expansive. Don't become too lightheaded. Consult yourself and heed the advice of others who have broken free and are flying high. Take the advice of those who have dared to achieve their dreams, not those who suggest you say stay safe by never daring to dream at all. So keep dreaming big. Pardon me, lovelies. I had to pause to take a sip of something. Uh, we still do have a lot of fires going on around us, and there's enough of that in the air that I'm still occasionally froggy. But um, on a personal level this week, just recognize all the things you've already done. Be proud of that. Um, be proud of accomplishing these things, probably in the face of others telling you they were impossible or that you personally couldn't do them for whatever reason uh, look to yourself for guidance and also those that you trust who maybe are um, operating at a level of vibrational frequency and multi-dimensional awareness that you aren't quite at yet 
So there's a lot of people out there with such to offer. And I really feel like we are attracted where we need to go. The people that I have discovered on my path um, that have really opened me up and kind of, I feel like completed the process of me opening up to just being myself, being public, um, being who I am. I was led to them and you will be led to those who are most for you. Um, there's been a lot of discussion lately because as Ascension, alternative spirituality growth, all of these things come into more of a mainstream place. There are those who wish to take advantage of it, who probably aren't truly guided and, um, use, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, snake oil salesman for any of you kitties who have no idea what I'm talking about. A snake oil salesman was, uh, before cars back in the 1800s, let's say in the 1700s, there would be a guy who would go around with a wagon and sell this miracle healing tonic that they would say had snake oil in it. And it would really be a mixture of just a bunch of horrible things. I mean, horse urine, I, I can't even, <laughs> but he would be so persuasive and like a Pied Piper or, um, a, uh, what's the word? What's the word? you know, a very, um, manipulative and, um, captivating person that could just get everybody excited and, uh, convince everyone they wanted this. And then they would have someone working with them who was in the audience who, uh, you know, had a miracle cure and they would be talking about how great it is pretending like they didn't know the person to, um, get more people to buy it. So there's a lot of that unfortunately, in the spiritual light worker, self-development, wellness community, um, how you can tell the difference is uh, someone like me or some of the others I know, Femme Fatale Tarot, Starbeam Tarot, uh, Jessa Reed with Soberish, um, oh gosh, uh, there are more, but they're escaping my mind right now. Oh, Cosmic Angel 555, Hazel Hellite. Those people are not going to message you and offer to give you a reading or um, message you and tell you they have a message from their ancestors. They're not going to put up Instagram posts with big flashy things on it that say, um, you know, click like if you agree and uh, tag a friend and um, or, you know, guaranteed love spell, guaranteed money spell. Anything that sounds like an easy fix is probably uh, not what you're really needing. So if you're new to all of this, just be aware that not everyone online, and just because they have 100,000 followers or whatever, um, <clears throat> let me tell you, people pay for those followers quite often. Um, so just use your discernment and... Go to where you're drawn and listen to what um, speaks to you, makes your heart sing. You can feel what truth is in your body. If you hear something, read something, look at something, and it makes you feel kind of sick in the pit of your stomach, then that's probably a falsehood or something that is not for you. 
if it makes you feel um, introspective or like you've been seen or you get goosebumps, you know, you have all those kinds of good feelings, then it probably is for you and you can trust that person. And the thing is, is most people who read like this, we're not going to tell you we know exactly what you're supposed to do or that we understand everything about you. We're just here to help you uh, find your own answers. So um, also be wary of that. People that are so overbearing that they tell you they know more about you than you do. Um, unless they're a licensed therapist and you're paying them, I would not take that kind of advice from anyone, not even a friend, honestly. If it doesn't resonate with you and they're telling you that, oh, that's something you have to do, you have to listen to me, and it still doesn't resonate with you, then it's not right for you. So I have shuffled my muse cards and these have become my new favorite friends. I actually do have a couple of decks on order I'm excited about. Uh, a dragon oracle deck and what was the other one? Oh, I appealed to my inner child <laughs> and I got an animal spirit deck that's actually meant for children because I just loved the cards and um, I've been really feeling that lost little girl inside me that um, I've taken care of but don't often talk to anymore so I've been trying to incorporate more fun things into my life like art and drawing and music and just being silly and having fun um, maybe I'll boy that would be a big deal maybe I'll share with you my goofy um, Elvis impersonation from last year that I was reminded of <clears throat> to give you a chuckle so I am doing the same thing with these cards. I fan them out and then I run my hand along them and I um, wait for the tingle and pull to get the cards that we are meant to have for our best guidance for this coming week so that we can face everything like the enlightened, unconditionally loving beings that we are. So I pull three cards. Three has kind of always been my number. You know, I used to say lucky number when I was a kid. Now I understand much more what it means. And interesting. Very good cards. Uh, and of course, I will have a picture attached to the podcast and also to the Instagram post. So here we have Eight of Inspiration. And on this card, I love this particular card, a uh, very fit looking woman with purpose and intention. Um, you can see that she has forward momentum going and she's wearing these really kick-ass high heeled, uh, ankle boots that I don't know if I'll ever be able to wear again in this lifetime, but she is trudging through sand of all things and, making her way across the landscape, um, kind of through this, uh, what looks like a dimensional portal she's stepping into. And then we have nine of inspiration. So we are just full of inspiration and magic this week. Um, that is very exciting. Inspiration, uh, is like wands in the muse tarot. So magic <clears throat> and then night of emotions. Um, that is, 
quite a good card also. Uh, I'm pretty sure, what is, let's see, Knight, Queen, Muse. So, yeah. Um, the Knight is this beautiful white horse that is in front of um, an open bisected conch shell that kind of shows you the um, Fibonacci sequence that exists in nature. Uh, Night of Emotion. So let's see what that has to say to us right now. It seems the most important, honestly. Um, 10, 11, 12. Night of Emotions. A brewing romantic heart, dating, new love, a happy flirtation, wearing your heart on your sleeve, loving the idea of being in love, the thrill of the chase, going for it, the buzz of the fresh and the new, the honesty of puddles. All right. That is such a nice prompt. So this beautiful horse is uh, stepping around in these puddles, not caring and being um, fully comfortable, immersed in the consciousness and emotions of life um the nautilus shell rises in the sky uh lighting the afternoon and gently nudging all things to grow and shift as creation wills it i said conch instead of nautilus i wonder if they're technically the same thing i'll have to look that up it reminds everyone beneath its bright love that nature's only option is to grow or to decay. And by choosing to grow, by choosing to put energy into partnerships and into passions, we consciously expand their energy. What connections are you nurturing today? So this week is going to be a lot about uh, connecting emotionally with the people in your life, with your relationship to the world, with your relationship to your passions. Um be brave and be growing because if we don't step into growth then as the cards say in this uh what i find to be very uh intuitive is a dumb word to use right now but the person that <clears throat> wrote the verbiage for this these cards chrisanne uh the way she puts things uh, talk about a visionary because they to me seem really more applicable to the expanded consciousness that we're all kind of existing in at the moment. So Eight of Inspiration again has the lovely woman trudging her way across uh, the desert in high heels, even though it seems impossible. Um, ephemeral chances, travel, speed, free-flowing energy, movement, breaking free of stuck patterns, running with an idea when inspiration hits. I really think that's a big thing for a lot of us right now is when you're inspired to do something, do it. Don't fight it. Don't doubt it. Don't question it. Don't analyze it. Just do it. I mean, obviously, if it's going to have some sort of large consequence, uh, don't do it. <laughs> but usually something you're inspired to do is more like a creative endeavor, um, a uh, personal goal or something that you're trying to do or create. This muse whispers that you can make use of this speedy energy now. So it sounds to me like we're going to get a little movement this week of energy that some have been maybe feeling stuck in. Uh, 
you can make use of this speedy energy now. This life is but a flash of moments in a desert of expanding universes. So taking yourself so seriously to the point of slowing your momentum down will serve only to get you caught up in the quicksand of sticky energy. Jump into motion. Go. It's time for fast motion and quick dreams. So really keep that in mind this week. I think last week was a pause for a lot of people. We all just kind of had to catch our breath for a minute. Um, and everyone probably feels like we're waiting for the other shoe to drop because there's so much going on this month. And this week we're going to have uh, Mercury going retrograde on the 13th, 14th, depending on where you are in the world. And that, uh, while it can mean... A lot of the uh, practical irritations like communication difficulties, technical technology just tends to go wonky and not work as well. Um, just make sure you know your passwords, back things up, all that good stuff. But also what Mars in retro and Mercury in retro gives us is this weird kind of um, slingshot effect where if we tap into the growth that is being brought about by Mercury and just take those little inconvenient um, irritations in stride and know that it's just part of a process of breaking down things that we don't need, um, you can really make a big leap forward this week in your life with things that you've been working on and feeling stuck with. So nine of inspiration. Oh, how I love this card. She is wearing this beautiful dress that has this chiffon uh, length to it that is being blown up by wind. And she just looks like, I am going to stand here in this desert, in this wind, in front of this really imposing gate behind me into the unknown without even um, flinching. She is facing her bear. A last defense, protection, setting boundaries, following through, the final push, giving up too early, being overly vigilant, unwarranted defensiveness, winds of defiance. So this tells me that we should be aware this week of a few things. Um, having healthy boundaries with people and also things like uh, social media or um, what you consume your time with you know if you have to go to a job you don't like just go do your work and leave it there let your mind go somewhere else while you're working if that's possible and think about things you are going to do later um, don't be overly vigilant in that you're uh, watching every little thing to see what shoe's going to drop next whether that's on a world scale or a personal scale or in a relationship don't give up on things too early. Um, this is winds of defiance is the prompt on this card. And I feel like this is about uh, having grace under fire and knowing that the path you have set on is the one you're supposed to be doing and that you will get there even if there's a fierce wind blowing your dress up <laughs> as the card indicates that you will get there. The nine of inspiration endures gracefully ready for this last stand after all the work, the training, the time invested and all the delights and challenges along the way. There is one final push to make it all happen. Some have given up, others have fallen away, but she knows that this final stand is what will make it all worth it. 
she sets her boundaries of protection, knowing in her heart that if she gives up now, she is giving up on all the energy that she has already put into this endeavor. She asks you to rise and sustain your north. It's time to tie up loose ends to follow through and to meet your goals by seeing them through to proper completion. So if there's something you've been working on and some sort of obstacle comes up, uh, don't let that obstacle ruin your whole momentum. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Ooh, that's probably another expression I have to um, explain to the youngins. Uh, in the olden days... In the, in the before, before times, <laughs> people would bathe their babies in a wash tub and, um, they would use that bath, like, you know, water and running water wasn't always readily available. So, uh, the idea was when you're throwing the bath water out the back door, <laughs> don't throw your baby out with it. <laughs> so that expression arose, I'm sure, because at some point some woman must have thrown a baby out with some bath water. Uh, but the, um, point is that don't throw away all the efforts you've put in, all the good work you've done, everything that you're close to accomplishing by letting little obstacles that come up or even things that look like big obstacles, uh, get in your way. If you think back over your life, when those big obstacles come before you, Think about similar situations where it was a big obstacle in your way and you got through it. You're here. Everything's working. Um, your life is moving forward. You survived. Um, so those obstacles, just keep reminding yourself that you have conquered many things in your life. You have overcome many things and don't give up at the, the last mile of the marathon because you're so close to the finish line on some things in your own personal life and so is the world at large also and we don't want to just give up on everything that we've put in for weeks months years some of you um because something comes up and you're so tired and you just can't seem to face it take a deep breath go have a good cry and then remind yourself that you're powerful and you can conquer anything. I really believe that uh, we're going to have a good week. I wouldn't be too worried about all of the things going on in the world that you truly have no control over. Uh, the only control you have over them is how you perceive them and how you react to them. And you are the boss of you. I hope this uh, sets you on a path of getting some things done this week and not letting anything get in your way and um, honoring yourself and what you've been doing. Always ask yourself first and feel it in your body. I will be back next week with another Galactic Groove and in the meantime, you have a wonderful week ahead. Much love. If you want a personal reading, if you want to send me your story, if you have questions, all of those things can be accomplished by contacting me at my Gmail, uh, my Facebook, or my Instagram. All of that information is in show notes. I have three different options available right now. 
um, trauma release coaching, full reading, and then uh, a half hour of what I like to call being the universe's librarian, where you come to me, you talk to me about your ascension and what you've been presently working on in your path and feeling, and I try to point you in the direction of some areas of study, <clears throat> excuse me, which might help you as you go on your way. So you have a wonderful week and I will see you again soon. There's going to be a lot of episodes being released this week. I'm really excited to talk about time, travel, timelines, experience of time. Um, and then we have part two of my wonderful interview with Jane the Alien. And uh, I will have another interview with Kristen from June Bug Arts because her first art zoom will be next Saturday. Uh, it's going to be live in the Soberish community. So if you would like to attend, you need to go join the Soberish podcast group on Facebook and uh, you'll be able to participate in the live that way. They'll be available on zoom in another uh, format and in another session. But for this first one, she's going to be uh, painting Athena, which was such a sink. She didn't even know that I have a tattoo of Athena on my hip when she decided that that's what she was going to do. And then I saw her put that up and I thought, well, I'll be damned. I guess I'm really supposed to take this class, aren't I? Talk to you soon, peeps. I'm going to take you out with a <laughs> very hilarious, silly song. Uh, maybe don't listen with your little kids, <laughs> but, uh, I'm just feeling like we need to be silly and goofy and funny. And one of my, um, fortes is being an absolute goof and not caring, uh, how lame or silly or whatever I look, because I know a lot of people are just going to laugh and be happy. And that's the whole point. So I'm going to take you out with Otto Titzling from Bette Midler in the movie Beaches. This was one of the Broadway numbers that her best friend would go watch her in the show performing this atrocity <laughs> that I'm about to share with you. <laughs> so enjoy laughing. Go do something funny. Uh, don't take life too seriously this week or yourself. Auto titling inventor and kraut had nothing to get very worked up about. His inventions were failures, his future seemed bleak. He fled to the opera at least twice a week. One night at the opera, he thought an Ida. His tits were so big, they would often impede her. But I watched her fall into the pit. Dying by the weight of those terrible tits. Oh my god, there she blows. Aerodynamically, this witch was a mess. 
Auto Eyeball to do the mind, comatose amongst the breeds, and he suddenly felt the fire of inspiration flood his soul. He knew what he had to do. He ran back to his workshop where he fussed and fussed and fussed. Oh, what a titling had found his quest to lift and mold the female breast. Yes. To point the small ones to the sky, Lala. to keep the big ones high and dry. Every night he'd sweat and snort. Searching for the right support, he tried some string and paper clips. Hey, even tried his own tulips. Well, he stitched and he slaved and he slaved and he stitched until finally one night in the wee hours of morning, Otto rose from his workbench triumphant. Yes, he had invented the world's first over-the-shoulder boulder holder. But ecstatic, he ran down the streets to the diva's house, bearing the prototype in his hot little hand. Now the diva did not want to try the darn thing on, but after many initial misgivings, she finally did. And the sigh of relief that issued forth from the diva's mouth was so loud that it was mistaken by some to be the early onset of the Shirokin winch, which would often roll through Switzerland with a vengeance. Little did Otto know at the moment of his greatest triumph. Lurking under the diva's bed was none other than the very worst of the French patented thieves, Step Divrazier. And Phil was watching the scene with a great deal of interest. Later that night, while our Brunhilde slept, into the wardrobe Philippe softly crept. He fumbled through knickers and corsets galore, and found Otto's titsling, and he ran out the door, crying, Oh my God, what joy, what bliss! I'm gonna make me a million from this. Every woman in the world will wanna buy one. I can have all the goods manufactured in Taiwan. Is pointedly clear. Do you buy a titsling or do you buy a brazier? <laughs> 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 <laughs>